Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma. It's playoff time in the NBA, and you're listening to your favorite podcast. It's Burgers and Brats with your hosts Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. It is weird to be saying day one of the NBA playoffs start in August, mid-August, but we are finally here. We didn't think we'd make it this far, but we are happy. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers Brats. And stay up to date with the latest news daily on our Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brats. We have a special guest, Mo Amadi, joining us all the way from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all so much for having me on the podcast. And I am a fan and I follow you guys and I love the podcast, guys. Thank you. It sounded like you had a gun to your head saying that. That's <laughs> not true. Braxton, how much did you pay him to say that? <laughs> I, I sent him. I slipped him a few bucks the other day. <laughs> okay, I figured. So this this is the as the apartment roomies on the podcast together. Wow, I don't know Monumental. if I should have said our name. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> so I'm Mo, excited. Mo, you're a huge soccer fan. You're the only soccer fan um, that I know. Yes, okay, sir. I know a few, but the the only one I know that I'm living with. So what's what's going on in the soccer world? The Champions League? What's going on there? Yes, the Champions League is going on right now. It's actually kind of crazy because all like, you know, some of the small team are coming and winning against the big teams. A lot of surprises are happening in Champions League. So a lot of underdogs are winning. Yes, sir. And uh, we just got done with the quarterfinals in Champions League. A lot of surprises did happen in the Champions League, such as, uh, like, for example, Leipzig played Atletico Madrid, and they won 2-1. And nobody really saw that coming, to be honest with you guys. And uh, so they beat them 2-1, and PSG played Atalanta, and they barely beat them 2-1, PSG won, and... Uh, PSG is one of the most expensive teams in Europe right now. They have do they have Neymar? Yes, sir. They do have Neymar. They have Mbappe. They have Mauro Icardi. They have great players. And I think they're one of the most expensive teams in, in Europe right now. And we had Manchester City losing 3-1 to Lyon from France. And that was really – that was a surprise, too. We didn't see – that coming either but it is football i mean soccer uh, and uh, you see surprises like this all the time and uh, and the biggest surprise was was bayern and uh, barcelona which bayern destroyed barcelona by eight goals Eight, eight goals in yes, soccer sir. wow eight two and barcelona is one of the best teams in europe yeah. Messi plays for Barcelona. And losing 8-2 to Bayern was uh, was really was hard shocking. for Barcelona. Yeah, it was, it was a big shocking for the whole world, honestly. And I'm a huge Bayern fan. But honestly, I wasn't happy with the score because I didn't want a player like Messi experience a night like that. And that was really, like, you know, heartbreaking to see Messi just like that on the pitch. 
what round is it? Is it like Sunday that was a quarterfinal? That was a quarterfinal. Yeah, that was a quarterfinal. And so when are the semis in? The semifinal is gonna happen August eighteenth between PSG and uh, Leipzig. PSG is from France and Leipzig is from Germany. So who do you have winning? Uh, I feel what are like, some predictions? Yeah, I feel like my opinion is uh, PSG is gonna win, but Leipzig is gonna make it hard for them. It's not gonna be an easy win. And uh, but like I told you before, it's soccer. You you don't know what's gonna happen. And yeah, next, and what's up? Oh, go ahead, Mel. Sorry, go ahead. And in uh, August nineteenth, uh, uh, FC Bayern from Germany, my favorite team, is playing Lyon. That is a hard game too, but I feel like Bayern has a good chance to win the whole thing. Because you come and play against a team like Barcelona and beat beat them a two, that is that is that is that is huge, and you don't really see that as often in soccer, especially in the, in this stage. And I think they have a good chance to win the whole thing, and I think FC Bayern is gonna win uh, against Olympic Lyon too, and they're gonna see uh, they're gonna face PSG at the final. Which is going to happen in August twenty third. So, Mo, I've got a question for you. So, going back real quick to Barcelona, ESPN is reporting uh, today that they got rid of their coach, and actually, this decision was made prior to the game. But can you kind of tell me? I've always wondered this in in soccer: why coaches are canned quicker than other sports? You know, it seems like you know. If, I mean, you have one bad year, or maybe a couple bad years. I mean immediately they're fired and it seems just by always you know reading articles and seeing that coaches get fired quicker in soccer uh, can you kind of tell you know why why is that the case yeah of course i mean in soccer coaching is different obviously if you lose to team a2 it is not usual score for barcelona of course i mean everybody saw that coming after score like a2 the coach is going to get sacked and in my opinion, this coach was not qualified to be a Barcelona coach, honestly. For you have to be like really good to be to to like you know to manage Barcelona, because Barcelona has a big players, and you have to big enough to manage the players. And that, that's... honestly, honestly, in soccer, the coaches can survive three to four years, you know, and after that. They don't really have anything to te- new to teach the players, so that's why the coaches in soccer they get replaced pretty quick. That's kind of funny how you can lose a game eight to two, get canned, but in football or basketball you lose a game by like fifty or multiple games by fifty throughout the season. You get to keep your job for a couple of years. Well, it's different in soccer and like you know other sports. It's different. It's really different a2 in this stage in europe is not a, it's not a really usual score line to see and uh like i said this coach was not qualified to be barcelona coach the players were not happy with him and honestly i heard that roland Koeman, the ex-barcelona player he has appointed as a new coach for barcelona and I think he's going to do a lot better job than the, the old coach, Satine. And uh, I'm really excited to see that. 
but I'm really more excited to see the uh, Champions League semifinal. So who do you have in the finals and winning it? Like I said, I think FC Bayern is going to face PSG. And, uh, of course, I'm a Bayern fan, and I'll go for Bayern for winning the whole team. Wow, going with the home team. Okay, going with the biased pick there, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm really happy to see FC Bayern coming this far. And uh, they, have, they have a great team, honestly. They have a great coach, uh, Hansi Flick. He has done a great, remarkable job. And in my opinion, not in my opinion, in everybody's opinion, honestly. Everybody's talking about how great he's doing at Bayern and the changes that he made. And honestly, not just because I'm a Bayern fan, I think they deserve to win this Champions League because they are. So, Mo, I have a question for you. Um... Who is the GOAT in soccer? GOAT in soccer, I would say uh, Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, he's, uh, he's, he's just a different player. He's the greatest player of all time, in my opinion. Although I'm not a Barca fan. I'm not, he's from Argentina. I'm not really a big Argentina fan either. But you have to appreciate a great player. And Lionel Messi and even Cristiano Ronaldo too, you can – that they're the greatest and they were on the top of their game for 12 years that is a big that is a long time to be on the top of your game and they have done it and they're still doing it but in my opinion Messi is just different he's a, he's a ghost and he's the best player of all time yeah, I'm a big Messi guy. I'm a Messi stand too. So, Matt, any or Mo, Matt, any other soccer related um, questions? I've got nothing else. Well, yeah, thank y'all so much for having me, and uh, good You're luck, welcome, guys. Mo. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Mo. Yes, sir. Have a good one. You too. So, Matt, NBA playoffs finally here. That's right. Oh. Let's go through the first round. Give our predictions and um, how or um, how many games we think each uh, series is going to go. So let's okay. start with um, number one: Bucks versus the number eight Orlando Magic. There's no surprise here. Bucks and four. Uh, Magic are plagued with injuries, but Markel Fultz is returning. Uh, just no experience there, and the Bucks are on a mission. And Giannis needs to at least make the finals this year. Um, since he is a um, top contender for the MVP. So I think Bucks get it done in four. There's a lot of pressure on them to win. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, you know, I agree with that that the Bucks are going to win this. I don't think it's gonna be a clean sweep though. I have Bucks in five. I think Orlando will find a way to win a game. Um, as tough as that will be against Giannis. I, I there's just I, I have a feeling they're gonna win a game. Both teams are three and five in the bubble. Okay, they did not have a great last eight games. In fact, Orlando lost five in a row at one point. Milwaukee um, also losing five. But when you look at what they've done, they had 12 losses coming into the bubble. All right, 12 losses over the entire season. And in fact, I mean, they had a, I think, a string of their four losses right before the end of uh, the uh, the first regular season before it's suspended. Right. 
they had a couple losses right at the end. So they had been cruising through, you know, the winter months and early into 2020. But they've had five losses now in the last three weeks of this bubble play. So this is not as strong of a Milwaukee team as they were. That's not going to get them any, you know, cause for concern in this series, but maybe later on. But I think the Bucks will win in five. Um, Orlando is not strong enough to uh, take down the Bucks. Yeah, uh, Bucks definitely need to step up. I, I'm a little scared picking them to go all the way if they do. Uh, but another team that's going to um, cause a lot of concern for the Bucks if they happen to meet up um, in the Eastern Conference Finals is Toronto. Um, so number two, Toronto versus the seven Nets. I got Toronto in five. I can see it going to six, but um, Nets as well are just um, played with injuries. No um, Chandler, Dwindle, Prince, no Jordan. Um, but Kurt Curtis Levert's going to need to drop 35 a game. And then Joe Harris needs to drop 20 at least uh, for them to stay competitive because this Toronto team, they just had their best season ever. Yes, they had Kawhi Leonard last year but they had a better season this year than they've had in their whole history. So I, I've got Toronto in five. Uh, that is a good team. That is a – don't sleep on Toronto. I know they're the two seed, but don't sleep on them making the finals again. I've got Toronto also in five. Brooklyn went five and three in the bubble. They had some wins against Washington. They beat Milwaukee. They beat the, they beat the Clippers, okay, and they beat Sacramento and Orlando, but they did lose to Orlando, Boston, and Portland. But Karis LeVert, like you mentioned, went off. And I tell you, Braxton, these last three games are really, I mean, his last game, he did foul out against Portland, but he had 37 points, nine assists and six boards. The game before that, 27 points and 13 assists. He really was lighting it up. And that was against the Clippers, that 27 and 13 game. Toronto, on the other hand, seven and one in the bubble. Their only loss coming against Boston. They beat the Lakers. They beat Miami. They beat Philly, beat Denver, beat Milwaukee. They're on a four-game winning streak, and Pascal Siakam has been their leading scorer this season with 22.9 points a game, 7.3 rebounds. But I'll tell you, Braxton, the player to watch for Toronto in this series, I think is going to be a guy, uh, their power forward, Chris Boucher, who had two monster performances against Philadelphia and Milwaukee. Against Milwaukee at 25 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, two blocks, two steals. And then Philadelphia had 19 points, nine rebounds, and four blocks. He's that energetic uh, player. I believe he's uh, well, he comes off the bench, but he can be that guy I think can have a monster game or two against Brooklyn, um, a really energetic player for them. But like I said, Toronto in five. I'm with you on that. Yeah, th- this series could be more entertaining, but that Toronto team is pretty deep. Uh, with talent. So Matt, who do you have in the Celtics uh, versus Sixers series? I've got the Celtics winning. Um, You know, Ben Simmons injury really does uh, put a damper on things for them. And, you know, Joel Embiid missed a little time as well. Um, I think, right. He was, he was out, you know, um, but I mean, a Philadelphia team that only went four and four in the bubble, you know, without Ben Simmons, like I said, that's a big damper. Uh, Boston, the big question for them is, you know, what will this team do? How far will they go? Um, you know, this is a time for Brad Stevens, who just recently got an extension, uh, to really see how far he can take this team. This is a fun team. When you have Tatum, Kemba, and Jalen Brown all averaging over 20 points a game for the season, uh, this is a, a really solid young team. They should go far. They were 5-3 and three in the bubble. They lost to Milwaukee, Miami, and Washington. Probably shouldn't have lost that Washington one. But – 
I, I, I think Boston will pull this one out. I've got Boston in five as well. I maybe a little, uh, you know, maybe it should be more for Philadelphia, uh, you know, or going, you know, maybe to six or seven, but I'm, I'm not being that nice to the city of brotherly love. I think they're going to be out in five games. Yeah, I've, I've got Celtics in five actually as well. Um, Embiid has been injured. You got Simmons is out. They, without Simmons, there's no hope for this. And then Glenn Robinson the third, who's been playing really good basketball for the Sixers. He's not there as well. Um, Sixers went four and four in the bubble. Um, this Celtics team is what we've been waiting on for the last few years. Um, as you said, the big three are averaging 20 points a game. Um, each for the Celtics. So um, this team's fun. This team could make a deep run. Uh, it, it should be a – It's just, Boston's going to be a fun team to watch, um, this young team. Done in five. And then final game in the East, uh, four-seed uh, four Indiana versus five-seed Miami. I, I know Indiana's a four-seed, a seed ahead of Miami, but I've got the Heat winning this in um, six. Uh to, um, so they went two and two versus each other in the bubble, um, but my, Miami's got Jimmy Butler, and uh, I know Indiana's got T.J. Warren, but T.J. Warren hasn't really been showing up the last, last few games, even though, even though he showed up the first few. So um, T.J. Warren needs to step up for them to um, contend in this series, and the Pacers are going to be without Sabonis and Oladipo. So I don't, I don't see much chance for the uh, Pacers winning this series. I got Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I'm with you and, and really said everything I, I would have said. I got him in six, heat winning in six. I think it will be a competitive series, but you're right. Missing pieces for the Pacers is going to hurt them. I think these will be a lot of close games. I don't expect the Pacers to be blown out, but I don't expect them to win this. So I'm going heat. All right. That's our Eastern conference first round analysis. Uh, it, it's weird though. I, Every series can just go one way or the other, even though I know we have a bunch of um, gentlemen sweeps and stuff. But there's no home court advantage, no fans. So, I mean, it could switch. Um, these t- games could go to six or seven, even the ones we think they're going five. So, uh, Western Conference, this series is going to be fun, uh, I believe. The OKC versus uh, Houston. These teams meet up every year in the playoffs, it seems like, for the last decade. Um, but Matt, who you got in this one? You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. I I want to you know I like the suspense. We got a lot of friends that are Thunder fans and Rocket fans, and uh, you know I like to I like to just egg them on a little bit. Um, I really could see this series going six or seven. I do have Houston winning it, but this is a matchup because Russell Westbrook is going to be out, and I don't know how long he's going to be out. At least he is missing game one. Um, could be longer and not having a full Rockets team already a Rockets play small ball I mean I still don't get why they traded Clint Capella I mean really (laughs) I I just don't get I still don't get that move but they play small ball you got PJ Tucker right that's that's who you got and I think it's going to be a close series I think this is going to be a great series for uh, SGA Gallinari Schroeder, Steven Adams to really shine for the Thunder, Lou Dort. I mean, Darius Basley, they've got young pieces, okay? As much uh, flack as I love to give my friends, this Thunder team exceeded all expectations. No one thought they would even be in the playoffs yet alone and have played extremely well. So I will give them credit for that. They can they could push this to a game seven. 
they are a pesky team. They are, I, I, I compared them in the sense of being so pesky, it's hard to get them, you know, out of here. You can't eliminate them that quickly because they can come back so quickly. In the past, they've always were that team, like last year or two years ago, they'd always blow fourth quarter leads. They were like terrible, you know, on the worst than that. But this year, they're coming back. They can come back in a moment's notice. Um, so I, I think this could be six or seven. I think Rockets edge it out and win it. But the Thunder don't go away quietly. And they could be a very a very big uh, dark horse in this first round and could make some noise. Yeah, this is one of those series where you can pick either team to win because Russell Westbrook's out. I heard maybe he'll be back by uh, this weekend. Uh, we're not for sure. But I've got Houston in seven just because Russell's out. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Thunder sneak in the first few games and it sets them to win this series. Um, but, yeah, this young core for the Thunder is fun to watch. I mean, CP3 is not young, but um, the rest of the young core is just fun to watch. Uh, and if Houston goes cold shooting threes, which they usually do um, in the playoffs, it, it could be um, could put them in big trouble in the series. That's true. That is true. So, uh, game going on right now. We got three seed Denver versus six seed Utah. Um, right now, as we're talking, it is seventy-five, seventy-three Utah. Uh, it's been going back and forth. Uh, Matt, I, I've got my bias. I'm, my bias here. I'm going Nuggets and six. I we talked about this. I think the me and you both agree. Jazz are probably the weakest um, team in the West right now. Most vulnerable. Um, in the first round. So, what Nuggets, they've had that two game seven games last year in the playoffs. So, I think that experience and that run last year um, propels them forward. It's still the same team. Gary Harris should be back um, soon. And then Jeremy Grant, you add him for this year. But you got Nikola Jokic, the top two center in the league. Um, Probably the best offensive center in the league. And, um, but I can see the Jazz pulling out. Donovan Mitchell can play um, like he's been playing the last few games in the bubble, which he is playing right now. And but Rudy needs to step up for it uh, to for them to win. And you're missing Mike Conley for the Jazz, so that's a big blow there. Yeah, I've got Denver and six as well. I mean, both teams, Denver and Jazz, both went three and five um, in the bubble. Jazz had wins over New Orleans, Memphis, and San Antonio. But they lost to Oklahoma City, the Lakers, San Antonio, Denver, and Dallas. Um, as you mentioned, they're playing without Mike Conley. They don't have Bogdanovich with you know the injury. He didn't play. Uh, he had surgery during the quarantine of the league, the suspension. So he did not come to the bubble. He's done for the year. Uh, and Denver currently, you know, we'll see what happens in this first game, uh, this game one. But Denver has is on a three-game losing streak right now. So they're kind of trying to figure it out. But I, I think the Jazz will uh, will get a, a couple of wins. But, yeah, I've got Denver in six. Um, the Jazz are, are a weak team. And, um, yeah, they, even if they somehow upset Denver, Jazz are not going far. And it would probably take a, an incredible miracle for that to even happen. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, your team, uh, Clippers versus Mavs um, tonight. Who, who are you picking for this series? Well, I'm, I'm going with my team. You know, I'm going to go with my team. But I've got them in seven. I'm telling you, if Dallas can do this, and I'm, I'm going to play this as the fact as if they can, okay? I want them to win. I want the Mavs to win. But I do know it's not going to be an easy walk in the park. This is a very tough Clippers team. 
So let me break this down real quick. Dallas, three and five in the bubble, got wins against Sacramento, Milwaukee, and Utah. Blew a seven-point lead with 45 seconds left to go in the first game against Houston. Lost to Phoenix, lost to the Clippers, Portland, and then Phoenix again. The problem for Dallas is going to be defense and playing in crunch time. The Mavericks are one of the worst, second worst in the league in crunch time play, and they've blown so many games this year of having a lead and then just not finishing it. And hopefully that will not knock on wood right now. That won't haunt them in the playoffs, but they've got to get that down. The other thing is defense. I mean, obviously this is what we've seen during the season for the Mavericks. Dwight Powell's injury really hurt them because you've got Chris Stops, Porzingis, at playing center, and you got Boban, you got Maxi Kleba in there for defense. But other than that, you really do not have a big man. Um, and so that's that's plagued the Mavericks this year. But really, to, for Dallas to win the series, Luke and KP are going to need to average 30 points a game like they were doing in the bubble. They're going to need to play that A-plus game for the Clippers. I mean, we'll see what Paul George and, and Kyrie do. I mean, not Kyrie, Kawhi do, because both of them get hot. You're in trouble. They're a very good defensive team. I mean, they went five and three in the bubble, but they beat New Orleans, Dallas, Portland, Denver, and OKC. This is this is this is a tough matchup. But I got to go my Mavs. But if it happens, it's going to be in seven. Uh, if the Mavericks somehow won in five or six, hey, I'd take that. That'd be a shocker, though. I mean, this is a a tough series, and Clippers have the upper hand. But I'm not going against my Mavericks in this round. So let's go. Yeah, I, this Clippers team is super deep, and you keep seeing with the Mavericks blowing leads. Uh, I, I've got Clippers in six. I wouldn't be surprised if Mavs can get it to seven and maybe pull it, sneak it out there, like you said. But I, I think Clippers, just because how deep they are, Kawhi Leonard, but they do have playoff Paul George. So he's not going to be a factor. So you're just going against um, Kawhi Leonard. But if Luka and Porzingis can drop, I mean, like they've been doing 25-plus a game, I, they've got a great, great chance um, at winning this series. Yeah, and what makes the odds tough? I mean, also in Dallas, non-Dallas's favor, I believe we Mavericks played the Clippers all, three times this year and did not win a game. Now, if you watch the game in the bubble, uh, you know, a week or so ago, that was a close game. That yes, the final score showed a 15-point win for the Clippers, but that was close up until um, you know down the stretch in five minutes or so when the Clippers just you know pulled away. Um, but the biggest thing is going to be defense and not letting Kawhi or Paul George get on those mini runs, those quick you know, spurts of a 10-0 run. That's going to be devastating to a team like Dallas that struggles defensively. But if they can match shots and really put together some good defensive possessions together and string them together, I think it gives a chance. But really also looking to see what the bench can do. It can't just be Luka and KP. What are we going to get from Trey Burke? Where will Boban Marjanovic, where will Boban, if he's going to, he better get a lot of time. I'm hoping Rick Carlisle will play Boban more than what we have seen. Boban has been highly efficient when he's out there. Yes, defense is not going to be his biggest thing, but you just give him the ball and he can just, you know, basically just put it up there. I mean, he's so tall. Yeah. The, that the series will be fun watching Boba just stand and grab rim and dunk. That'll be we'll see if he can do that a few times over Kawhi. And so for the last Western Conference game, we got the number one seed L.A. Lakers versus eight seed Portland, who snuck in um, this past weekend. Lakers have not been playing great basketball at all, especially after they clinched the one seed. I mean, the Lakers have LeBron. They got Anthony Davis. They've got a decent young core who can step up when they need to with Kuzma. Um, but Dame Lillard is balling right now. He is 
he's averaging what, 35 a game almost. And then if CJ McCollum can step up, they can cause some trouble for this Lakers team. Um, but L- I, I got LA winning in five. Um, I think Blazers probably sneak one out. Um, maybe um, a late late game buzzer beat or something by um, Dame. Maybe get one that way. But I think Lakers in five. They've got LeBron James. They got Anthony Davis. Um, Blazers can't stop anyone on defense. Uh, so I've, I've got Lakers. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you this, Braxton. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I think the Lakers will pull this one off. But you know what wouldn't really surprise me is if if this was where an upset could be. And I know Lakers have LeBron. They have Anthony Davis. But there is just something here right now with the way Damian Lillard has playing, the drive of the player he is for what they've done. I mean, what their team has had to do to get to this point. They are a hot team right now. Dame is, is, is hot right now. McCollum is hot. You got um, – um, oh, they're center. Uh, oh, Nurkic. Nurkic, yes, thank you. I was thinking Jokic. I was thinking what's, – what's his name? Nurkic. <laughs> I mean, the way they're playing. I, I know it, it, it. people will be like, you got to be crazy to think that this could be much of a series, but then call me crazy. This, I could see where an upset happens of an eight of a one, and we don't see that. I mean, you don't see that very often. I'm looking right now. I mean, we've seen eight one uh, upsets, Philadelphia and Chicago Bulls back in 2012. I mean, famous for Dallas with Golden State upsetting the Mavericks. I mean, you got not many times in NBA history that's happened. But an eight seed upsetting a one, I think this can be a very competitive series. And the way Dane is playing, it's Dane time, right? I could see very well the Lakers, if they play like they play in the bubble, being in trouble in this series. But I've got the Lakers winning in six. But if, if they don't yeah. bring their A game, Dame's going to come in and they're going to try to steal some games in here. And they could very well come out winners, which would be a shock knocking out LeBron and Anthony Davis in the first round. Yeah, Lakers definitely need to step up their play from how they've been playing in the bubble. Uh, and there's no home court advantage, so it, it's going to be anything can happen in this bubble. Um, anything, uh, no fans, nothing to get you pumped, no home court. So uh, I, I still think Lakers. You got LeBron and a, AD. I, I, I think Dame. I, I don't know. He's hot. I don't think he slows down. Actually, I think he keeps staying hot. Him and CJ. Um, but. The problem is Anthony Davis can guard Nurkic down low. Um, these other teams couldn't, or Memphis couldn't um, this past weekend. So yeah. um, that's NBA round one predictions. Anything else to add? No, I'm just glad we got basketball. I'm, I'm ready to get off work and watch some of these games. Me too. Denver, Utah heading into the final quarter. Uh, Utah with a four-point lead, so it's not looking good for my nuggets. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, Matt, on this day in history, you ready? All right, what do you got? 1979, Monty Python's Life of Brian. Have you seen those? Have you seen the Monty Python movies? I have not, no. I know. You have I'm, not seen I them? I have not seen them. Again, you know, you always bring up a movie, and I've never seen it. I just got to watch more movies. <laughs> I, I watched all three or four of them. I think it was three and during quarantine, and they, they were really funny. British humor is really good. Oh, yeah. And then 1920, uh, America's ratification of the 19th Amendment um, happened this week. So they, women got the right to vote. There you go. 
And then 1909, the Indianapolis 500 racetrack opens. Nice. And 2008, Lady Gaga debut album, The Fame, is released. 2008? I feel like she's been around longer than that. Yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, that's that's 12 years ago. I mean, that time flies, but yet it seems like so far away, you know? It does. Do you have any birthdays for us? You know, I do not because... No birthdays. Okay, man. I was not prepared. Yeah, you know? But, you know, I bet I can find some, you know? I bet I can find some. right now? I bet I could right now. Give me a few seconds. Yeah, you know, I got you. Robert De Niro, he's turning 77 this year. Happy birthday to Robert De Niro. Sean Penn, another actor. Donnie Wahlberg, singer and actor. We've got... Those are birthdays uh, today. Let's see who else we got. Uh, let's see who else we got. I mean, let's just, just keep going down the list. <laughs> you know, who else there would be people out there that they would they would know who who these people who's, are? Who's tomorrow? Who's tomorrow, Matt? Who's tomorrow? Oh, now you're making yeah. me look up another. Yeah, one. yeah. Look up tomorrow. You'll see all the f- more famous people. Well, I will say, uh, yeah. Tomorrow we got Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got, um, wow, yeah. I Not guess, many uh, birthdays this week. Well, you know, I'm on these different websites and just trying to, you know, I just need them all right in front of me. Andy Samberg, okay. he's also tomorrow. Funny. Um, you know, let's see any other actors, actresses, anybody. Christian Slater, I will. It is my aunt's birthday tomorrow, so that excited uh, birthday for her. Happy I, birthday, Matt's aunt. There you go. Um, Roberto Clemente, you know, great, one of the greats in MLB history. Um, Robert Redford. Yeah, I mean, this is just different, different people. Birthdays. All right. I won't make you look up anymore. Uh, we'll, Do you want me to we'll look share... up on, the, on Wednesdays too, or are we just going to no. go down the list? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go to Share Burger and Brat. Uh, you start us off. What do we got? All right. I've got so. Um, the decline of um, international travel and some periods of rainfall um, has led to a recent elephant boom in Kenya. So 140 elephants have been born in a single calving season, and more are expected. This is a season record, and since 1998, Kenyan elephants' population has doubled. So good news for those giant, beautiful elephants. Nice. That is. I want to ride an elephant, but I don't think he would like that. Well, you should. <laughs> you should. Trip to Thailand or Thailand. We need to get you uh we need to get you an elephant. All right, you go know? buy me one. I bet they're a little expensive probably. Probably so. I don't have that kind of money. I don't have that kind of money. Okay. So my burger and brat, I mean, this is, I'm just kind of rehashing, probably already mentioned on a, on a previous episode, but I want to shout out again, because, you know, we're in this whole mess with college football. We've talked about it on every podcast or whatever, but I really got to give a share burger and brat with Sooners head coach Lincoln Riley. If you saw two, we talked about it. Um, I'm, I'm sure we talked about it, that he was on sports, sports illustrated article talking about Lincoln Riley. He's kind of become the face of what, what to do during this coronavirus crisis. And even though Sooners were in the news that players tested positive, kind of shows that, you know, if you send people home or people kind of go away from campus, that, you know, may not be good that 
they should be going home. You know, they should be staying. The coaches have been doing well because the Sooners had had zero positive tests, um, you know, for many weeks now. So I, I give credit to the staff of what Oklahoma football's doing because they're taking care of their players. They're testing. They're keeping everyone in line. They're double checking. I think that's just incredible what they're doing. And more schools should follow that. As we saw video of the craziness in Stillwater and Tuscaloosa over, uh, over these last couple of days, people out partying and that's going to hurt college football. But what we have, you know, and I know there's parties going on all over, but I'm telling you what Lincoln has done with his football team has been, has been amazing. And other college coaches need to be following the same suit because he is leading the right charge to make sure that we can get football this fall. Yeah, he, he has done a great um, job in leading the charge and trying to protect his players. Um, been an inspiration for that part. So uh, that, that was round one uh, analysis, analysis of the NBA. We'll be back to break down more games uh, when they happen uh, later this week. Uh, anything else to add for the podcast, Matt? I think that's good. We covered a lot. Yeah, we did. Um, even some soccer. I don't think we've ever done that. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think right, we so have. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere you get your podcasts at Burgers Brots. And stay up to date with the latest news on our Twitter and Instagram at Burgers and Brots. Uh, from everyone, uh, from Matt and I, thanks for listening. Take care and stay safe.